What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Twist Modern Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm chilling here with peoples and such, talking about things and whatnot. Um, I have my co-host, Kylie, with me. Hello. And Jesse. Hello. And we have our special guest today. His name is Paul. What's going on? He looks high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> high AF. Um, for the kids. What? For the kids today. For the kids, yes, for the kids. By the way, NSFW, is that the is that the word? <laughs> <laughs> the acronym? Oh, yeah. Right. And that's not even made for the kids. That's from way back in the day. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, yeah. We're back again. We're doing this regularly again. I still haven't updated or uploaded Corbin's Corner yet from last week. Because I just haven't. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry, Corbin. I will. It'll happen really soon. <laughs> it, there's just there's just so many things that, that go into that. You know, I have to download it and then turn it into an MP3 file and then edit it. And then do the, it just takes some time. So a couple days. Corbin's Corner will be up. Maybe I'll add the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer on there. Or review, if we can see that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, like I said, my name's Josh. I have Kylie, Paul, Jesse, Twistmore Podcast. You can email us at twistmorepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on pretty much all these social media outlets, whichever one that you choose. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all under Twist My Arm. Um, Jesse, how do they get a hold of us on all the other gaming platforms and all that stuff? So if you are on Twitch, you can follow us at TMA Games. You can follow me individually at just at the real Jesse Bailey. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jesse Bailey. And you can also find us most of our gaming videos, if not all of them, on YouTube. Just search TMA Games or Twist My Arm Podcast. They'll all come up. Uh, there are three more going up today. We got more tryouts of free games, demos, and explanations from a new game that I bought that I will talk about shortly. Sweet. And if anyone wants to get beaten Mario Kart, you can add me on Nintendo Switch. Just look for Josh, because that's literally what it is. Or, or Kylie. Or Kylie. Josh or Kylie, whichever one. Because we were the first <laughs> ones to get those names up. What up? <laughs> um... So yeah, normally we do these shows when we have a special guest on here. We usually go and and do the guest interviews last, but I think this time we're gonna do it first, just to just to do it, cause why not, you know? So we have this Paul today. This Paul. We have this Paul guy here. <laughs> Always reminds me of that movie Paul. You seen that movie? I haven't seen no. that movie. Holy shit. Oh, it's a good one. With, uh, I've been told. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Um, I haven't seen it either. What? I don't feel it's so bad It's the one with now. the alien, right? Yeah. yeah Seth totally. Rogen is the alien. Yeah, and then um, Homeboy from, you know, Sean, Sean the Dead. Yeah. Exactly. Those two guys. Right. I don't know what, I don't yeah, know. I really is. like Sean of the Dead Pink. and Hot Fuzz, but I never mm-hmm. saw Yeah. Oh, man. I have it. I'll have to let you borrow it because it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Anyway, not that Paul. Yeah. <laughs> it's different Paul a, this today. This is a different alien Paul. Um, so, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do? Um, well, I am a Colorado Springs native. 
technically. Springs. Yeah, I was born there, but I okay. moved away shortly after. But <laughs> I lived all over the East Coast and in Europe for a little bit. And in Europe? Where in Europe? Uh, the Netherlands. I'm a citizen of that country as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's nice. It's Lucky you. Yeah, it's very If you handy. just want to pack up and go. Anywhere you can in the EU, just buy. That's cool. Oh, that's very fair. cool. Have you thought about doing that lately? Uh, I want to go back more and more every, every single day. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's expensive. I went with, like, no money last time. And, like, I made it work, but it wasn't very comfortable. And I don't want to do that again. Where did you work out there? What did you do? Uh, I got a job in a hotel on a little – it used to be an island, but there's, like, uh, a dike connecting it now. So you can get there by car. Uh, But there's, like, yeah, a little hotel. What did you call it? Uh, a dike. A, it's a, a dike. Ca- it's called a dike. It is called a dike. Interesting. It's, it's, it's like not spelled the same way, though. It's like a dam, but uh, the the water levels aren't different. You know, there's just water on this side, and then, you know, land huh. or uh, or equal level water on the other side. So how did that term become? The term for a lesbian. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's an American word. What? Yeah, that's a Dike totally. Is. It's okay. like, yeah, like fag is an American term, but it means something totally different. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. But. So, yeah. Who knows Dike. how language comes to mean things? <laughs> yeah. There's no way to know. <laughs> the that's stupid true. Americans make everything terrible and dirty and wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's probably what it is. That's exactly it's, what it is. It is. Um. So. So anyway, cool Netherlands. That's how long did you live there? Uh, almost two years actually. Wow. Yeah. How old were you when you lived there? Uh, right after high school. Like, okay. Yeah, I came back before my twenty-first birthday. Did you go to college out there or something? Did you I study didn't. Abroad? I could have gone to college for free out there because I'm a Dutch citizen, but um, I didn't. <laughs> I worked in a coffee shop. Two things I don't like. What was it? Blah blah blah. And the Dutch. Uh, <laughs> The intolerant and the Dutch. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> intolerant and the Dutch. Oh, man, that's really cool. Um, yeah. If you were to go, I mean, like, wow, what would you do if you went back there? Blow glass now that I'm doing okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I came back. Was to learn how to do that here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so how does that how does that work out for you here as far as, like, glass blowing? Do you have... Like, do you go to your own little setup thing and like? Uh, I'm working with another thing? artist right now. Okay. Which is cool. Uh, when I was in Virginia, though, I had like my own spot to do it. Which okay. Is honestly, cooler, but. And how do you? So, with the stuff when you work with this other guy, do you sell in the head shops around town as well, or is it uh, kind of one of I, those briefcase salesman people? A little bit of both. <laughs> okay. I actually uh, am still in really good with a lot of the shops in Virginia, so I actually mail a lot home. Wow. So. Yeah, there's not a lot to be found around here. And I, up until recently, I was working a lot, so I hardly got any torch sure. time. But hopefully sure. that's going to change soon. Torch time. Yeah. Yeah, I that like sounds that like phrase. fun. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a group on Facebook, actually. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm going to have to look that up. I don't have to do that. Um. So then what kind of uh, what kind of glass do you blow? Like what... Do you do uh, all of it? Do you just specifically stick with pipes and bongs and stuff? Or do you branch out to the... Uh, well, I work for a silicate glass, which like... What is that? Uh, it's hard glass, quote unquote. Okay. Every other glass, uh, if you put heat to it and then put it in water or whatever, uh, thermal shock would break it. But with borosilicate, uh, it's really resilient to temperature change. Like back in the day, like uh, Pyrex cookware that was advertised as like freezer to oven safe uh, because it was borosilicate. You know, you can't do that oh, now. Now okay. it's all tempered glass. Like you can still find borosilicate Pyrex. But, sure. Uh, a lot of it's just tempered. Yeah, because if you, yeah, we have some of those at, at work, and 
Some of them go in the microwave and they explode after mm-hmm. a little Oh, yeah. So I have definitely made that mistake a time or two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then what... I do, do make th- primarily pipes, though. Okay, okay. They sell and well. Are um, they like, do you do the spoons or do you stick with like the uh, steamrollers or like I don't really make sp- steamrollers. Spoons sell really well. Chillum sell really well. Okay. Rigs are... Obviously, rigs. the best seller. Yeah, right I always now. forget about dabs and rigs. Yeah, and yeah. Anything There's a whole dab culture right that we're not in. is very big selling. <laughs> That's true. Like even carb caps, you know. Like if you use like a nice color and you have a nice name attached to you, you can get like three hundred bucks for like seven dollars worth of glass. You know, wow. like wow. yeah, nice. It's pretty crazy. Noted. Yeah, but you, you gotta up. you gotta get that name, and that no, takes like twenty plus years, and you gotta be good For enough sure. to do it to begin with, like and to co- consistently do it, and always have product on hand and stuff like yeah. that. But that's gotta be tough. Glass is really fickle too. You can do everything right, and it can still break. So. Sure. Well, yeah, that's very true. Um, what would you say is the like easiest thing to make? Is it is it gonna be the spoons? Is yeah, that you make the Spoon, most of them? Well, okay. it, I mean, it really depends. Like anything straight clear isn't hard to do, but if you need to like flare it out and lay some lines or color inside and then condense it back down and then reshape it. Like sure. that adds a lot of time, you know, but like anything clear is pretty How easy. do you do it? How do you, okay, yeah. so, okay. So let's start with colors. Cause I know you, like the clear glass has got to be, you're just like, here's some fucking here's glass, glass and I'm going to make it really quick. But like, just glass. when you add the colors and the swirls and the other shit into it, how do you actually do that? It's kind of mind fucking to be honest. Please but, um, fuck my mind. Okay. So like, <laughs> When you buy raw stock, everything comes in either tube or rod in varying diameters. Uh, if you're in tube, uh, the wall thickness changes as well. Uh, I use a lot of like the heavier wall. Standard wall is mainly for like chemistry applications or like <laughs> okay. really intricate jewelry and stuff like okay. that. And it's normally always condensed down, but like I would rather start thick. Yeah, oh, and it melts like like paper you know like it's crazy like if you have some wall thickness you got to build up a heat base and then it starts moving but like with standard wall thickness i mean you could probably move it with a butane torch you know and i'm using oxygen and propane which (laughs) i mean is a lot of heat you know some of these some of these guys are using hydrogen and liquid oxygen which puts you in space honestly right like yeah that's, that's literal rocket fuel Jesus. you know like wow to make pipes yeah well they're they're <laughs> so melting cool. quartz with hydrogen oh, well, okay. you need okay. a lot okay. more a lot more heat and for quartz so if you're doing quartz you're talking like the quartz like the the rock quartz uh it's it's different <laughs> the gem i think in its kinda? like base property it is the same but this comes in I mean, you've seen like a quartz banger, right? Yeah, like, yeah, That doesn't look like quartz you just mined up, you know? Right. Yeah. So uh, I think it but has like a different structure, but technically, well, like we, we don't do that. I don't okay. process quartz. Like, no, but I'm saying like whoever does, like you, yeah. you probably get it in that rock form and you have to melt it down. And Pro- then, something like, like that. I'm sure there's other stuff in it. I doubt it's just straight quartz, you know, like <laughs> uh, there's probably like a binder and whatnot. And sure. I, I don't know a lot about quartz. I mainly That's do That's why we got to go to the lapidary. Yep. Oh, you yeah. can do that with uh, with Boro as well. There are people that lap. It's called cold working. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a whole branch of glass blowing. My uh, my dad used to take me to this place. It was called Agers Lapidary. It's in um, I think it's in Golden. Yeah, it. yeah, and I've been trying to get Josh to go there forever, whatever. But um, there's it's all stuff like that. They blow glass, and they you know they have like the geodes and the super anything that's like a freaking rock yeah. or that comes from the earth. <laughs> super down. neat. Yeah. They make like little, you know, animals and 
characters sure. and it's definitely neat. All right. I always like stuff like that. I used to have like a collection of like glass dragons and yeah, glass always is really been a fun. fan. Yeah. So then back to what you what you normally use is the borosilicate. The borosilicate. And so do you ever dabble in the like the sand blown stuff? Uh like the you know soft glass. Yeah. yeah. Uh I haven't like that's all done out of a furnace and you oh. need I mean I mean not saying that like liquid oxygen and propane and like you know a a big ass torch you don't need your own <laughs> space for it but like with soft glass you really need like a building dedicated to oh, it okay, because okay. you got to have enough power to power the furnace and then you need okay. I mean soft glass is where all the like the big glass things come from sure. not to say you can't do that out of borosilicate as well but that's all done on a lathe by like really talented people you know right like but um yeah you, you just need a lot of That's power crazy. you know like in the furnace itself is like fifteen thousand dollars uh for a cheap one Jeez. yeah and then you have a kiln that's like a box freezer that's like i don't know like eight thousand ten thousand dollars you know so, so like it's a lot of gear so and it sounds like there's a lot like the, a huge process to this too yeah. oh yeah that's why don't you take me step by step how you blow a pipe. Okay. Well, like I said, so you start off with rod or tube and like uh for a pipe you would obviously start with a tube and uh what you do is you'll you'll hold it in front of I'm like demonstrating this for people that won't ever see Spirit the fingers. Yeah. Spirit fingers. So you're you're spinning this in front of you. There's a torch like in front of you and you're melting it and then you have to pull it apart. But the only thing keeping it straight and like level is you. So like once it's apart, you flame cut it in the middle and you essentially have a point. And that is what you hold on to. And you'll do it on the other side. So you have uh, a blank in the middle by two points. And then that's what you hold on to. And so you uh. open up one of the ends of the point so you can blow into it. And then uh, you essentially make like a, a wine glass shape, right? And you flame cut one of the points off, flare it open. And then that's how you lay color on the inside mm. of glass. Mm -hmm. And then you close it back up. You condense it down and then you shape it into whatever, whatever it you're is. making. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's how it's, long does it normally take to, to do? If you have a nice torch and you have the hands that can keep everything straight can and you, you just, only do it once. Beat them uh, out. Yeah, you can. I mean, if you have it prepped out, like you already have your blank and you already have like some stringers pulled, uh, you could probably start to finish in like I don't know twenty minutes if you're really hmm. good. But there are Dang. like quicker ways to do it. Like uh, you can just start with a blank and just open up part of it. Don't even flare it open and just pour some frit in it, which is essentially just like glass colored sand esque. Huh. And uh, yeah, just close it up, melt it all in and it like pulls into the wall. So like cool. it's safe, but yeah. My favorite pieces are the ones that are like the like mandala, like a uh, flower kind of effect. Yeah. Are those like on a scale of like easy to hard or those? Like, that gets the... much, much harder. Yeah. Those are uh, so beautiful. Those are all like uh, th that. That style is called uh, reticello or filicello. It's an Italian technique. Okay. Um, essentially with that, you would have a blank uh, that's not sealed off at the end and you just lay lines down all around and you got to you got to do it evenly. Right. Yeah, because yeah. then you're going to heat it up and twist so they're on an angle and then you start at a line and you match the line next to it so you have this like argyle pattern that's insanity and then from there you can either uh fill like the argyle holes with color and then do what's called a like a disc flip or a sock flip where you like literally turn glass inside out Whoa. so like the what you drew is on the inside 
and what you would see on the inside is now on the outside. That's a really hard technique. That's to do. crazy. And that's what I noticed that those are some of the most expensive a lot of the yeah. time. And that, that's gotta be very why. nice. Readies are very yeah. hard to do. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard to keep it clean wow. and even. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. how did you learn all this stuff? Like, did you go to a school or anything? I was or did very, you just... very lucky at the time. I didn't realize how lucky I was, but I apprenticed under someone who was actually really well known in the art community oh. uh, who has, I mean, he's carried all over the world. He has collectors all over the U S all other countries. He has a, a store that carries his work in Japan, which I think is really cool. You wow. know, J- Japan has some of the best glass artists right now. Team nice. Japan is slaying Team the Japan. game. Yeah. <laughs> so can you find them anywhere like on Facebook or something? Yeah. They're all on Facebook. Instagram is huge. Um, I yeah. bet Instagram is huge Instagram's the probably the better yeah. one. Uh, yeah, you can look all these guys up. They're crazy. So it, let me see. It looks like Team Japan Glass. Yeah, well, you, uh, Glass Art yeah. for sale. Yeah, well, that, that's like not their official name. That's just sure. like they're all Japanese artists, you know, sure. and they all like collab together and do stuff together. So they were just kind of dubbed it, you know. No, it does look pretty cool for sure. Wow. Those guys are crazy. Like a lot of glass it. techniques I can kind of pick apart and like, I might not be able to replicate it or make my hands do that, but I can at least like kind of figure out how it's done. This one's interesting. Like the, sw- the swivels, the crazy fucking swivels in there. I wish I could turn this around, but wow, it would yeah, risk so, so much stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll like stand up. There we go. Look at that. Oh, you yeah. see that? That That's uh sorry. So no one else can see it, but there's like, it's a, it looks like the, the, Front of a it will be posted on the Facebook. We'll post links. It's there we a, go. It's like there a kaleidoscope. Thanks, Jesse. Really. Wow, Jesse. Yeah. Coming in in the clutch. Those those guys are, <laughs> yeah. are really taking glass to like a crazy level within the medium. Like, huh. well, it's, yeah, mind-fucking, honestly. Yeah, no shit. I, I, also mind-fucking, my screen goes all the way down. I yeah, did not realize that was, realize that was, that was neat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noted for future reference. Um Sweet. So then what's what what's going to be like the hardest thing that you've ever blown personally? <laughs> um, maybe not necessarily the hardest thing, but like the most physically demanding. I made a very large elephant statue, cool. solid glass. Right. And it was all clear. So like Neat. it really wasn't anything like in depth, but it was all hand spun. Like a lot of these people that make large things on out of glass will either have a lathe or even like a bench roller, you know, like a oh, Y okay, that yeah. you can support the weight on. But sure. I, I spun this out and it was on a very humid day in <laughs> summer in Virginia. And oh, uh, I was sweating and eventually the sweat started to vaporize off me. So there's steam and, you know, everything's <laughs> good as long as you're sweating. It's when you stop sweating that that's a problem, you know, yeah. because you're like really dehydrated at that point and putting yourself into dangerous levels of heat exhaustion. But all for the Uh, art though. All for the art. And uh, (laughs) when you have that much mass with that much heat into it, you really can't stop. Like, I I mean, I spent 30 minutes getting a heat base into it. Every second you're not in the flame, you're losing your heat base, you know? So it sets up really quick and then that's just more time. You got to work it to get the heat base back. So that's a big solid glass. Things are definitely the hardest things I've ever made, but uh, this elephant I was really proud of. Cool. Uh, it's broken now, but uh, I, I have a picture of it, which is go. nice. You have to send it to me. I will send you a picture. Um, is there? And you said that you sell a lot of the stuff that you make, right? Most of it, yeah. Is I there, give a lot away too. Is there anywhere you can like where people can find your art stuff? Or? Uh, you can always contact me. Just or, just straight up through Facebook. Yeah, I mean, if you like. 
were really, really looking to support me, that would be cool. Like, contact me directly and we can sort something out, you know? Paul Van Dersen. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's very Dutch. And that's, yeah, I was going to say, extremely Dutch. It's very Dutch. Cute. Paul Van. Um, When I did go to (laughs) Europe, we had a, we started in Amsterdam in our tour bus that was two little Dutch gentlemen and they were just so cute. I like the Dutch. They, yeah, and they were (laughs) so nice. It was just, yeah, super cool. countryman bias but no i thought i had a really great time there it was one of the coolest places in europe that we visited I had a so. really good experience well and like too. not only the pot obviously amsterdam and the red light district cool cool beans yeah but like the cheese and the windmills yep. like holy did you crap see any tulip fields because those are we did awesome too i wanted to stop there but we we drove by you know some and they were obviously gorgeous but yeah. i wanted to go frolic in them you yeah. know <laughs> if you go like to the south of holland you can see fields like it's nice. acres and acres and acres That's like so you, cool. you literally can't see the end of it and they're just like rows of color because yeah. they grow them like eight plants of a color and then just stripe them out you know it's i want to really be like cool i want to be buried there right that so sounds nice <laughs> the the soil is really wet they're constantly pumping water out so you decompose pretty quick oh cool that route, that's yeah. a plus good that's how i want to be buried in a cardboard fucking box <laughs> That's how the Straight Jews up, do it. like Lion well, King style. Well, it's not style. cardboard, but they drill holes in the bottom to aid in decomposition. Yeah. So then you become the grass. I would and love the to the antelope do that. eat the grass. I want to be a tulip one day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's my goal. That's, that's a decided. Speaking of tulips and marijuana, uh-huh. there is a bill going to Congress. I wanted to kind of branch off of the... No, the great pipe, segue. Pipe blowing great, for yeah. weed into the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here is a pretty big advocate of marijuana, I would assume, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there was this uh, article that came out today, this morning. I was actually reading it, like, a little bit ago. Um, you were actually reading it? I know. I Good don't, for you. I don't read a lot, but <laughs> it comes from MaryJane.com. <laughs> of course Sounds it reputable. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> it's M-E-R-R-Y, so. Oh, so even more reputable. <laughs> But no, this is, uh, they're saying that um, U.S. Representative Jared Polis is going to introduce a bill to end marijuana prohibition countrywide, like throughout the entire country. About time. We'll see if it passes. I doubt it will. And it's, oh man, I'm trying to catch up here. It's basically, it's basically just making it like it is in Colorado, regulating it like it is, you know, in Colorado. Obviously, there's going to be a pushback from fucking everybody, but... The way that that it is now with like how we have, especially in Colorado, how much money we have made off of the industry and what other things that we're doing for the schools. With it, yeah, exactly. Like, do you think that that, that this is going to happen? We'll start with Jesse because he hasn't been around for a minute. I don't. I mean, nationally, I don't think it's going to happen soon. Eventually, it will probably happen. The biggest thing about it is that the money being spent to keep people in jail and in the system for having, you know, less than an ounce on them in a lot of states is ridiculous. Like, I mean, it's, I think that that, that's the biggest thing that we got to do is cut the fucking jail time out of stuff. I mean, you don't have to, you could still keep it like illegal or something, but it'd be like an MIP. Well, (laughs) I feel like there's a definite um, amount for distribution. You know, and like maybe a little over an ounce, two ounce, three ounces. That could very well be for personal consumption. If you've got pounds and pounds, sure, maybe we can look into that. You know, but I mean, that's just ridiculous. And, you know, maybe spend that money to put 
crackheads and heroin addicts in jail or give them treatment, you know, and, you know, use that space on other criminals, violent criminals, you know, not people who were going to smoke and then sit at their house and eat Cheetos all day. Like, they're not going to hurt anybody. The violent crime, I'm fairly certain, in Colorado has gone down since legalization. And And it's it's not really a logical explanation thing, though, because if you introduce it on a national level, you're going to have pushback from all different kinds of groups for all different kinds of reasons. I think the point of doing it is just to put it on that stage and give it that spotlight. Well, and the best the best way to show it, to, to, to introduce this bill to those people in Congress is to be like, look at all the money that we make. Yeah. You know, like... Look how many jobs we look, Yeah, look it's, at all yeah. these new jobs and all this money, and it's weed, but alcohol is alcohol, so yeah. what's the difference there? That's my logic to everyone that's like, <laughs> like you want to do this for the rest of your life? It's like, people go to their go to bars their entire life, yeah. you know? Like, they start at 21 and, and <laughs> start even younger than that. themselves to death, you know? Like, yeah, I'd much rather sell weed my whole life morning, than, like, than well, be a bartender. And if yeah. somebody was like, you know, For like, sure. oh, my, you know, my nephew, like he he bruises on beer. He just steals his own liquor. Like, good for him. He's an entrepreneur. But if you but my other cousin weed, here that grows weed, he's, he's a felon. He's yeah. a drug dealer. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's it's insane. The, the difference, you know, how people look at it so differently. Like, t- for instance, 420 was a few weeks ago. And look at all the people that were like, oh, you stupid stoners just out there not having a job and, yeah. you know, just smoking weed on 420. Oh, happy 420. Uh. And then Cinco de Mayo is a week later and you see all yeah. the drunk fucks peeking yeah. in the street, <laughs> like in the street. breaking windows and just being right. idiots. Yeah. Like, OK, I would take my 420 any day over well, my Cinco de Mayo in St. While we there. vote. While we vote for a wall between us and Mexico, <laughs> and then we're like, "Hey, let's exactly. put on our sombreros and have some nachos and cervezas." <laughs> yeah, you know? that was. Oh, that's my favorite <laughs> part too, because I don't. Is Cinco de Mayo even real? Is that even a real thing, or is it like St. Patrick's Day where people just make? No, it no, it's drink? yes, it's Mexican Independence Day. Okay, right, yeah. so yeah. It, so yeah. it is an real actual holiday. fucking holiday. So at least it's, it's real, Mexico, but Mexico, it's a holiday, right? And you know what's funny about that is. You know, St. Patrick's Day, everyone was like, oh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Like, I saw so many things online about St. Patrick's it's Day. Like where everyone's 132nd Irish, you know? Right. But yesterday, or Cinco <laughs> de Mayo, I didn't see shit. I, I feel like a lot of people are thinking that it's kind of a touchy subject nowadays. Being like, oh, yeah, let's celebrate Mexican independence while we're building Probably. the wall. Yeah, while while we're building, we're building the wall. <laughs> So Seriously, get out of here! Just just a year ago, I'm pretty sure I saw at least nine out of ten people wearing sombreros. Right. So, oh, how the world has changed in a matter of a year. Um, oh, it sucks for Kylie. She's basically a pre-existing condition nowadays. I know because mm, I'm a lady. <laughs> well, you know, bad. seriously, I I don't want to dive too much into that. I can go on forever. I know. I never, told it. I said right before we started recording, I was like, no politics. Today. Oh my gosh. Like that, that's really something that if somebody, you know, say we were at the bar or somebody actually talked to me about it, I've been pretty quiet about politics. I try to stay out of it. I try to, you know, just kind of keep my mouth shut because I don't want to fucking go there. But this shit, mm-mm, I do not. We do I not want to go there. Be, <laughs> that could be, that could be Kylie's new segment every week. The, uh, Kylie's political rant. Kylie, <laughs> <laughs> Kylie's political rant. You know, honestly, I have about Kylie's just rant in general. I have a lot of she things. Could, she <laughs> could join me on my upcoming one round rant segment. Oh, dude, I think that would be great. <laughs> That's a really hard thing to say. One round rant. One round rant. One, <laughs> rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so with that. <laughs> so wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, I hit a bumper and it before was, we, it was very out of context. Oh. <laughs> I'm just having fun with this, that's all. So well, before, before we move on, is there, Paul, do you have like direct contact information? Is it Facebook? <laughs> is there, is there videos of you blowing glass? Is there somewhere people was, can go to get a hold of you? Or? Um, Facebook's definitely, definitely the easiest. Um, and you just want people to search Paul Vengers and, yeah. or do you not want people to search that? Should I just edit that out? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you can search me, you know, for sure. Give me a shout. Say, Hey. Tell me what you like, and I'll tell you to, why it's you, unreasonable. How do you spell that last name? It's a V-A-N, new word, D-U-U-R-S-E-N. Okay, it's two words. It's Van two words, Dursen. two U's, uh, and yes, that's I'm, I'm sure about it, you know? <laughs> Paul Van Dersen. How do you pronounce that, like, officially? Uh, like the Dutch way? Yeah. Van Dersen. <laughs> <laughs> Sight. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, I wish I had a cool accent. I know, right? You can, you can just say Van Dersen, though. That's fine. Van Dersen. Yeah. Van Dersen. I don't want like to, though. <laughs> Anderson with a V. That's fine, too. Okay. All right. Hmm. And that's relative. If you went somewhere else, you would have an accent. That's um, true. I yeah. guess that's true. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Stupid American accent. Our accents suck. I know. Um, Tell people you're Canadian. That helps. That does help. Truth <laughs> be told. I, I, got the, I, could do a, I could do a Canadian accent. It's. I got that done. Well, a lot Pretty of a time lot something of happens, just say your story. <laughs> say my story. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, um, get a hold of Paul if you want him to blow some glass. He's in the process right now of getting me a new hookah stem. Yes. I'm super excited. You remember yes. that hookah, Jesse? Did you ever see that thing? Um, that fucking. It was a roar. It's a glass roar hookah, and it's specifically made just to smoke weed out of. I and, don't think uh, so. One of our previous guests, Simmer, he actually broke that stem. How many, <laughs> how many apartments ago did you own that? Ooh, nah. <laughs> um, that's funny. That's kind of how I judge <laughs> when things happened. I just <laughs> that's funny. It was, it was uh, the condo that I had in Lakewood, the one bedroom, like upstairs, downstairs condo. Uh, no, I don't. Hobbit's think so. Hobbit's Ledge. I don't think I did. Okay. I remember Hobbit's Ledge well, but I don't remember that. Okay. Well, one of these days I'll have to show you whenever it gets done. <laughs> yes. Um, cool. Anything else that you want people to know about you? Any like, if if we wanted to buy something, just get a hold of you on the Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Realistic expectations are nice too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> a lot of it's, those really like reshared and reshared things you see on Instagram, like those pieces are like. Twenty thousand dollars, right? So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah for and sure. like probably somebody's been in the industry for like forty years, yeah, blowing their for shit sure. since oh, like yeah. tri- for their sure. dad taught them, like yeah. family owned business. <laughs> no, and and like the hookah stem, I'm not looking for anything fancy. As long yeah, as that's that's works, I just, I just needed something. Shit is yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. But, <laughs> that's, I've been Come on, be honest. On you want it to be shaped like a lightsaber. <sighs> Why you gotta call me out like that, man? I mean, I figured you were gonna tell him that, like, once he was, you know, okay, yeah, I'm totally down. I really appreciate the time. You're gonna be like, cool, man. Have a good day. By the way, <laughs> no, that's no, not it at all. Um, I know how that goes. People, you know, I like get asked, "Hey, you want to record my band? It'll be real quick. I swear." No, yeah. it won't be real it quick. Be real I promise quick. you. Like, <laughs> realistic expectations are a very real thing. So, um. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a quick little break here. Um, 
play this uh, next song. It's uh, it's my band called A Lot Like Birds. And after this break, we'll come back and get into our normal twist my arm, twist my arm shit with a little bit of Paul mixed in there, sprinkled in there. Welcome back to the Twist My Arm Podcast. It is Sunday, May 7th. Um, we are two days o- two days out from Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I mean, two days past Cinco de Mayo. Past. Jesus. <laughs> um, 
That song you just heard is a band called A Lot Like Birds, and the song is called Infinite Chances. It's off their new album that just came out um, last last Friday. Yeah, last Friday. Um, it's really good. As soon as they dropped that old singer of theirs, mm. they got great. So check that out. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on all sorts of shit. So we're going to move on to our next segment, which is video games. Jesse, take it away. So last week I talked a little tiny little bit about this game called Near Automata. I downloaded a demo for it when I downloaded the demo for Prey. Um, it's the first time in a long time that I've downloaded a demo for a game and then went and bought that game almost immediately thereafter. Um, I traded in Ghost Recon and the old Call of Duty because the old Call of Duty is worth like $2.50 in store credit, but I was sort of trading it in out of spite, you know, so I did that. And yeah, I did that. And, uh, I got PlayStation network cards cause I, you know, wanted to buy near digitally. And as soon as I got home, it turns out that they had just put the game on sale for $40. Oh, nice. So it was very serendipitous and I ended up buying the game and I'm about 10 hours into it so far and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Um, it's, if you ever played the old Nier on Xbox or PlayStation, you'll feel right at home, but I don't think a lot of people did. I, no, so, I've, I've never heard of yeah. Nier. So for most people who didn't, um, it's basically like one guy's vision of a universe, and the game mixes you know, ideology and philosophy and really heavy anime you know, dialogue themes that you would find in your typical anime TV show or you know, manga, thing like that. Um, with several different kinds of gameplay. And I'm talking like hack and slash, up close and personal combat, you know, um, top down twin stick shooter combat. Nice. There's, you know, flying in a robot, you know, and so pretty shooting much things. just adheres yeah. to everybody. It has, it has pieces of so many different kinds of gameplay and it does all of them really well. Um, it's very satisfying, but it's got a really thick narrative and atmosphere. So if you, you know, if you don't really like anime and you don't like a lot of story in your games, don't pick it up. But, you know, if you are intrigued, uh, go check out our YouTube channel. You can just search for TMA games or twist my arm podcast. And I'm just publishing a couple videos right now, actually, um, so we have the demo up there, and it's called Why Haven't I Been Playing Near Automata? <laughs> and it really gives you a taste of what the game is all about. Um, and then I have a boss fight that I'm putting up there that is one of the two places in the game that I have died so far. So I learned my lessons, and then you'll see some smooth gameplay in there for probably the first time ever from me in this game. And then uh, a quick breakdown of all the RPG elements, you know, like um, a lot of people think that a good way to make RPGs work is to kind of mask the RPG elements into the gameplay. So, you know, everybody's going to be leveling up and gaining experience and new abilities and stuff. But if you can fit that into the story in a way that feels organic, it doesn't necessarily have to pull you out of the game, you know, like all right, well, now i got to go level up and do this, and then I'll go back to actually thinking about what's going on in the game. The way they do it in this is you're playing as an Android, so new abilities and things like that are on chips that you plug into your brain. And there's a certain amount of space that you have for chips, and you know that dictates how many different things you can have going on. 
Um, huh. It's a really, really in-depth game, so I don't want to spend too much time on it, and it's very, very good looking. So, like I said, just go check it out on our YouTube or just YouTube near Automata. It's a really, really fun game. Um, so, and it, the it, other is, it is an RPG game, though, right? Is it a, right. It's not, but it's not a turn-based style RPG? No, it's like an action RPG. Uh, I'd say it's an action JRPG because okay. it feels distinctly Japanese. There are a lot of distinctly Japanese feeling things going on. You know, the over dramatic dialogue and scantily clad robots, and you know, ninety percent of the cast is female and good looking. You know, that sort of a thing. Gotcha, um, gotcha. You know, typical anime fare that is totally commonplace. Um, and it's it's so it set it takes place like you know, 10,000 years in the future. Mm. So all the technology is, it's got that rediscovered technology theme that happens a lot in games, but all right. of the current technology they have anyway is like super advanced, you know, stuff that's based on what we have now, but you know, what if it had 10,000 years to advance? So sure. it's really cool. Um, I like it a lot. The story is very complicated and thick, so I don't really want to tease it, but if you want to see the gameplay, which is what intrigued me the most about it before I even knew anything about the story, just go check it out on our YouTube channel. Um, the other thing that we are putting up right now as we speak is the as first 15 speak. minutes of a game called Abzu, which is... I downloaded free. that last night, by the way. Yeah. I did finally it sign on to my PS4 last night and download the, the free games this month. Haven't played it them. It is really, really good looking. Uh, it's one of those... So Abzu is a game that came out in 2016, actually. So if you have PlayStation Plus, it's free for you this month. Right. Um, and it's like, it's it really has that feel of a game like Journey, where it's more about the experience than it is about, you know, getting points or leveling up or, you know, so finding... you're saying it's kind of like Echo the Dolphin last week, I it think. Looked- yeah, it reminded me of that when I was watching the previews of it. Okay. Um, it's, it's an underwater diving game, and it's very, like, musically inclined, you know? Like, the, the soundtrack is part of the game, and it, it's all about the visual experience and just the feeling of floating in water, and it's, it's really enjoyable. It's like um, a fish tank. It's like a fish tank app on your phone that you just watch for hours. But on, Ugh. you know incredible steroids because it's at an ocean size <laughs> scale and they much like um journey they don't really give you a narrative structure they just kind of give you some pictorial hints sure. and it's like you know you're you're sort of experiencing the mystery as a true mystery because you have no idea what's going on the very first part of the game as you'll see if you check it out is they drop you in the ocean and then teach you how to dive so you go underwater and immediately stuff starts happening and it's huh. it's just it's really fun. Um, it's something different from what we've had recently. Like we were saying last week, it's something different from what we've had from the genre games from the PlayStation Three games. It's not a shooter. It's not, right. an, you know, an RPG. It's not anything side that we're scroller. really used we've, to. We've been getting a lot of side-scrolling games on the PS Plus network lately, like the yeah. downloads and shit. Yeah, which are great, but sure. you know, we need variety. There needs to be variety. So. Abzu, the first 15 minutes, is up uh, right now on our YouTube channel. Just go on there and search for Twist My Arm Podcast, and it'll pop right up. Nice. You can also check out our near videos there. Um, Are you still the doing other Drawn game, to Death? You still doing Drawn to Death, Jesse? I have. I am still playing it. Um, I have all the skins. I got the God of War skin pack, so it gives <laughs> you a God of War skin for all the characters. 
and I think it came with a mystery box or maybe two mystery boxes. And oh, they've okay. been they've been really improving their matchmaking settings recently, so that's also a good sign. I've been having a lot of fun with it. The problem is that once I got near, I haven't played anything else. It, oh, that I, I had familiar. to play like I had to put abs yeah. <laughs> I had to put Near Down today just to play Abzu, just so I could make that intro video for it because oh. I've been meaning to do it. I just, I just, I couldn't put the other game down. Huh. Um, Sounds so. The familiar. other game that's free on PlayStation Plus for May is the Borderlands. Um, yes. Telltale I'm series. Really excited to play this game. It's a season pass, so I believe that means it's the whole. It is. You I, know, um, you get to play right. through each story or whatever each little episode that they have which i think is five five or six right so for anyone that like never played the telltale games did you guys did you ever see the telltales the uh you had uh the first one was the walking dead telltale game not the first one but like the first really good one you're this little character and you basically like you go through the game and you choose your destiny basically those old goosebumps books you know, you turn to this page if you want to do this action. Yeah. Turn to this page if you want to do this. Like, it's kind of like that, but in video game format. And the the stories are really cool in there. So it's very exciting for me to have, especially with Borderlands, because I play Borderlands for hours upon hours upon hours. So to get some other yeah. sort of story that is by Telltale Games, like, you know, I don't really have to do much. I can just sit there and I want to... It's, walk it's this a way. very narrative <laughs> uh, structure. It's very, yeah. you know, here's the story. You're sort of part of it, but you're not in charge of it, really. Yeah, the Batman one was really good, too. Um, right. They had a really good Telltale for Batman. So. And the, yeah, and the so graphics good. are great, too. The, the fucking illustrations and all that stuff in the games are amazing. That cel-shaded look. Yeah, I love that stuff. Taking me back. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't downloaded that yet, um, but... I'm sure once one of us gets it downloaded and plays through the first chunk of it, we'll be able to throw it up online. Yeah, I'll do, um, maybe I can try that today if I can not turn on my Switch. <laughs> we know that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no shame in that. You could, you should play Switch to your heart's content. Oh, believe me, <laughs> I am. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll also try and get a uh, live stream going later tonight. It'll probably end up being near because of how I am. But maybe if Josh can be pulled away and I can be pulled away, maybe we'll be <laughs> some drawn to death. But we'll let everybody know we'll about see. that on the twitters. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna follow the twitters, they are at Twist My Armcast, and then I am at Jesse Bailey. If you wanna follow us on Twitch to get all of our live streams as they happen, that's at TMA Games or at the real Jesse Bailey, or you can search for <laughs> Twist Certainly My Arm Podcast. <laughs> you can also search for Twist My Arm Podcast on YouTube, and all of our videos will pop up there for you. Indeed. Cool. Um, Paul, you were telling me earlier you play a little bit of PC games. Yeah. What have you been playing lately? Uh, I've been stuck on this game for a very, very long time. It's called Kerbal Space Program. Uh, it's yeah. A, it's essentially a sandbox uh, oh. Galaxy Sim, and you build rockets and launch from a planet to other planets. <laughs> to other uh, planets. Yeah, if you, it's on console too, but if you play it on PC, you can uh, do the mod thing, which is really, really fun. Oh, yeah. Which So you can like make it as hard or as easy as you want, you know? Okay. But uh, I don't know, I just really like space, and I don't know, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Sweet. Okay. Sandbox. Yeah. What exactly is a sandbox game? Uh, there's no 
real I'm real bad with definitions of so like genres. if you play in sandbox mode you essentially here is your space center you have all the parts you have all the money you want you can hire all the kerbals you want go shoot some shit off into space uh they okay. also have like a like a science mode where you like start with really limited parts and you got to like do research on different parts of the planet so you it's kind of like a farming game Sort of, but like they're, yeah, I don't know. I, it's like a physics sim. That's probably the, the genre it fits the most into. Okay. Yeah, and sandbox gaming refers to basically giving the gamer full control over what's happening in the game. So it's like you have, you have like one step lower than developer tools. Like they give you all the stuff that they would have made, okay. they would have used to make the game. And they're like, all right, have fun. So like so a Minecraft. It's like, Sort, sort of, of yeah exactly or like, like minecraft it would be a star wars it would be a sandbox type game yeah like <laughs> if you build whatever you want whatever your imagination allows like exactly okay. as if you were in a sandbox yeah okay. so maybe sandbox isn't the best word for it because you are kind of limited and well unless you do mods i mean there are mods it's definitely I, part of it though yeah, yeah it, it's yeah that's kind of a hard game to nail down but it's a okay. lot of fun what's it called kerbal space Very program experimental kerbal space yeah program. uh it's so much fun, though. You can, if you like, I mean, just like the milestones in the game, like getting to orbit is a milestone. Docking in orbit, that's really fucking hard to do. And like when I first got this game, uh, I was like, well, I'll just be cheeky and look up cheat codes for it. And like the cheat codes are fucking rocket equations. Like, <laughs> you're they, like, they, what? yeah, they show you how to do the math to figure it out. And I was like, oh that's not at all what I was looking for. But. <laughs> awesome though that's way cool yeah you have to, you have to a, actually do math to put in cheat well codes. i just brute, that's I, br- I brute force it you know like <laughs> if it doesn't go fast enough you just strap more boosters on it you know <laughs> that's but, uh, cool you can meticulously approach the game and like sure you know oh, chisel god. out your delta v for your transfers and whatnot. oh god i don't i don't think i could handle that kind of game. it's a lot of fun i play i play games like mario kart <laughs> yeah i play those too i've been playing new vegas again recently how is that? New Vegas is good. I have it on PC, so uh, okay. I installed this mod, co- mod called uh, A Tale of Two Wastelands, where you essentially start in Fallout 3, huh. uh, and you play the game, and then when you beat the game, you hop on a train to the Mojave, which is super, super cool. Huh. Which uh, is the New Vegas. Yeah, the okay. New Vegas setting. So you like get both. You have to have both games, but like, sure. there's a bunch of cool weapons in 3 that aren't in New Vegas, and there's a <laughs> lot of cool shit in New Vegas that's not right. in 3, so... That's cool, man. Okay. I uh, I'll have to. I never played any of the Fallout games or anything. Really, like yeah. start with New Vegas. It's definitely the best. Okay. Did you ever play any of the Fallout games, Jesse? I haven't played a Fallout game since Fallout Two. Okay. Um, but like I was saying, that's that like the, uh, that's the, like the nuclear wasteland yeah. game, right? Where you right. Have to build yeah, yeah, like Vault Tech and all. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Huh. I, I am interested Maybe. still in that. Uh, the other one that they're coming out with, Prey. Um, yeah. It looks better on PC than it does for PS4, but it does look intriguing. Um, and that's a reboot uh, of the original Prey game that was on Xbox. Correct. I was reading up on that because they, I guess it was like a, they were going to do a sequel to it or something, and then it just got canceled out of nowhere, and then this other company bought it up, and now they're like rebooting the whole series. Yeah. So. What's that Kojima game that's coming Metal out? Metal Gear. Oh. It's not Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I don't know. He, like, uh, started... He, there was, like, a trailer for it. Uh, let me look it up really quick. Um, 
You're saying Kojima's like new. Yeah, he, since he got fired from Konami, he like started. Did oh, he get man. fired? Uh, did he quit? Death Stranding. Yeah, Death Stranding looks crazy. There it is. That's what it's called. That yeah, the trailer for that looked. Really, oh my god! Really yeah. sick. Those those were look like definite Kojima titles. And now he's <laughs> in charge of it himself. You know, so like. Right. I can't so wait there, to see. You know that guy's twisted. He gets so. to get back into his old like how he how he was with old Metal Gear games. And those well, and there's a good chance that where he did it himself. Yeah, there's a good chance that nobody will understand it but him. But it will <laughs> yeah. be very entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that uh, that's one thing about Metal Gear. You play all those things in succession, and you're like, "What the fuck <laughs> kind of story is this? What well, do you mean?" Metal Gear Four. Metal Gear Four was so good. <laughs> yeah, it I was. loved that. It was. I that was one of my favorite games on PS. That's like the whole reason I bought a PlayStation Three. Well, so I could play Metal Gear 4. I got The Last of Us. And, uh, Did you okay. play that? I just bought it, I, but I haven't even haven't really started it? it yet. Oh, my God, dude. You have a treat. That was one well, game yeah, I, I bought, made it to. I bought Last of Us and then got a Switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. dumb idea. I do that with Steam a lot. I like buy a game because it's on sale and it'll oh, yeah. just sit in my library. That's And that's what it was, too. Like, The Last of Us, I think it was like seven dollars oh, for, for $7. the whole game that's or something well like that. And some it, other dude. shit. So. It's, a, it's a fun game. Yeah, I'm excited to actually. We played a little bit of it, Kylie and I did. Well, I played Kylie watched, but yeah, uh, that's how it, it looks all right. You know, you should play it's it just, on the hardest hard. difficulty <laughs> because I don't know. I didn't want to replay it, but like it was a really good story the first time. You know, I don't think I could do that. No, you hardest. should. <laughs> no, why? Take your time, man. I'll just be sending you all these really angry emails all the time. Fuck you for making me do this. I've died. Probably 600 times on Breath of the Wild. It's true. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a normal thing. Like, that's not like just said, you or something. Uh, I don't know, man. Near, near tracks my stats. I've died twice. <laughs> wow. In Breath of the Wild? No, no, in near. Oh, near. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> no, I oh, am no, going to no. play through Breath of the Wild again and try not to die. Yeah. Because that's how I live my Good life. Good luck. I will. Yeah, you'll probably Seriously. die a time or two, maybe. Well, then I'll have to restart. Yep. Set an, a realistic goal, perhaps. No, that is a realistic <laughs> goal. You just got to brute force your way through it, man. It's, exactly. <laughs> now I know where everything is. I can like go That's straight true. to those little things because it's you know total to open stuff. world. You can just go anywhere <clears throat> no. at any time. So we'll see what happens. I did it with uh, Metal Gear 1, 1 through 3. I would beat it and then go through and do all the special ways of beating it. Like, you know, without dying or without yeah. killing someone or whatever it was. and That was always the best way to play Metal I remember Gear. those a lot days. Of, a lot of restarting whole games right when you're at the very end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real frustrating. Um, but, let's see, where what am I been playing? Oh, yeah, Zelda. Huh. Um, <laughs> Exclusively. Ex- very much so. I've I, also, I don't know. Mario Kart. I was just going to say, I've, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. Me too. Um, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Super fun. It's, I don't know. I, I never played eight on the Wii U. So this I is didn't a either. whole yeah. new game for me. Yeah. Like I've, I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I played through that on the last system. It's not, whatever. It's the same thing. Like, no, it's still pretty fucking cool to me because like. It's way cool. I was never going to buy a Wii U ever. Mm-mm. Once I found out that like you couldn't actually take the system with you like you can with the Switch. Like, Wait. So the Wii U, you remember that one? It came yeah. out and it had the screen with it. Yeah. So everyone was thinking that you'd be able to like take it with you, like a handheld console. 
but you can't. And it's got the worst fucking, like, uh, distance, like, what would you say, like, connection range. radius yeah. range. Yeah, like, you can't, Ew. you can't even leave your living room <laughs> without it starting to, you know, not work. So, so I never got a Wii U, because I was like, well, fuck that. What a tease. Why yeah. would you do that to me? And then they came out of the Switch, and I bought it immediately. So, like, I obviously am playing those games now that came out on the Switch, or on the Wii U, but that are now coming out for the Switch, which would be Mario Kart. There's a couple other ones that they're going to bring out. Mm -hmm. um, Pokemon Stars is mm -hmm. rumored, still rumored to be in production, but also That'd rumored be so to cool. be confirmed at the E3 I want this year. To make a new Pokemon. And that's in June, I believe, right? It is. That'd it's June, so uh, June, June 4th, I think. And they're going to hopefully announce Pokemon Stars. And that'll be the game that you can play on your Switch where you can take it with you or what, uh, you can put it on your system. What would you compare that, that game to? Which one? Stars. It's the exact same game as Sun and Moon. Oh, okay. So, okay. It's just like the Game the Boy Switch. version. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So it's, I think they'll probably add some other, some other shit to it. Cause yeah, I'm sure they'll add functionality that's exclusive to the Switch. Right. Um, but I'm definitely stoked for that one. And uh, back to Mario Kart. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. But back to Mario Kart. What have you thought about it so far, Kylie? Because you, I mean, you're really good at Mario Kart 64. Like, mm -hmm. I can never beat you at 64. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is dumb. Well, the only reason you can beat me at Switch is because you practice exclusively so you can beat me. <laughs> don't, don't lie to um, our listeners. Oh, it's, it's so true. Josh, yeah, it's true. Anyway. Um, you suck. <laughs> I'm, I'm super stoked on um, all the different characters. So much fun. I love, like, w when you play Yoshi, you can be, like, nine different colors. You've oh, got, like, nice. five different versions of Peach. You've got... You can also be your own me character. You can. You can. That's also a lot of fun. But not only that, you get to specialize your car, which um, which is not new to Mario Kart, you know, with one of the, some of the more advanced versions. But, you know, after every a couple races, you get a new car, you get new wheels, you get... There's all. There's that, so many different things. That was all on Mario Kart 8, but the, this is right. the, like, deluxe version. Right. So it comes with all the DLC exclusives mm -hmm. and everything that you... Like, if you bought a... Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, then you probably also spent the extra 60 bucks on all the other shit. Right, yeah. Whereas I just went and bought Mario Kart Deluxe, yeah. and I got all that shit for, you know, the regular 60 bucks. So it's a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of fun, and I'm super excited to see what kind of DLC they come out with for this game. Yeah. Because now they, I mean, they, they can do that. They can update it and... Oh, there's yeah. There's bring, so many tracks. Bring more and tracks to it. Yeah. yeah. Bring more things to the, to, the, to the internet perspective, the online multiplayer. Which in itself is amazing, mm -hmm. by the way. There's yeah, which uh, is so, so cool. Everybody, like I think anybody who's ever played Mario Kart and has ever played a live game wanted them the two to combine. Right, <laughs> and it's it's a lot of fun to bring the battle mode into that. Yeah, because you know, I haven't I'm, played a lot of the battle mode quite yet, but what I have played is pretty sweet for sure. It's fun, and it me being like a big first person shooter, like wanting to go online and kick little kids' asses all the time. Yeah, like, I'm super stoked to be able to do that. Yeah, in the battle mode. Yeah, you know, in Mario Kart. Well, well, like, like I've been playing this in Super Nintendo, bitch. And I, I like this. it too that um <laughs> that like when you die, when you lose all five of your balloons you or whatever, back, you can yeah. still play. You you're still like in shitty status. They but, take your balloons away. But you, you don't <laughs> have to sit there and watch like you used to have to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the only problem that I have with the online play is the fact that if you jump into a lobby 
you have to wait for the race to be done. And so sometimes you'll jump into a lobby and the race is just starting. So right. you sit there and like watch them yeah. race for 10 That's minutes. cool, though, because it probably guarantees you a spot in the next race. It does. Though, right? And it, it, and does, it guarantees yeah. you a spot in the room as well. And so if you're playing with multiple people trying to get into a big room and you actually get into one of those. Yeah. Then you just See, you're guaranteed that spot, and for, that doesn't for life. that doesn't bother me so <laughs> so like much minute. because you can take that time to go pee, to load a bowl, <laughs> to grab a snack, to grab a beer. Like, oh, yeah! you know? <laughs> There's so many things you could do with I that like this. couple minutes. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, and you know, I I wanted to. I was talking about. I'm excited for the DLC for Mario Kart to come out. There has been confirmed DLC for Zelda now. Mm. That's gonna cool. be coming out here soon. Um, the The details were actually just released about a week ago on uh, the Zelda ZeldaUniverse.net. Okay. And it's the first the first DLC like package for this Zelda game. I know. I get it. Quit looking at me. Like I'm. Stop it. I know. Mm. I've been playing Zelda for eighty five plus hours. I get it. <laughs> but you're gonna Jesus. spend more money on it. <sighs> I am gonna spend more money on it because you get you get tingles stuff. Remember Tingle? From, uh, but of course. Oh. <laughs> the little guy that would like sell you the maps. Yeah, that's like essential <laughs> to to speedruns. That yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He uh they're bringing in his like outfit cuz in Breath you of the Wild. You can wear his tights. Outfits. Yeah, you get his tights and his little hood and <laughs> his funny little ears. Um they're bringing in a whole new trial. It's um it's called the Trial of the Sword and it's it says it's approximately 45 rooms of madness it's like one of those uh <laughs> you know you, you you drop into the first room there's some enemies second room more enemies yeah, you know like harder harder kinda. exactly yeah um and then there's gonna have they're gonna have a new hero's path mode um which is i think super cool because the last i don't know few days of playing this game i've just been walking around the whole time and trying to find new shit and this hero's path mode shows you where link has walked for the past 200 hours of gameplay Oh, wow. So you can see where you've explored the most, what you haven't seen, what areas you need to go walk around in, you know? That's cool. It especially helps for the the seeds. There's these little things called Korok seeds that you have to find. There's fucking 900 of 900. them. 900. And how many do you wow. have so far? I have like 70. After 85 maybe? hours of gameplay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's shitty. The, I'm just saying that's insanity. Every, like. They're, like, they're <laughs> like cockroaches. Yeah. These little Koro kids. I swear to God, you lift up a rock and it pops up. Here's a scene. And then it goes, ha ha ha. Yeah, like. You found me. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, <laughs> 900 of those things throughout this whole land. So I'm really excited for that. I'm going to have to do like a zigzag through this whole map. Just like all the way across the top, go down three feet, go all the way across the other side, go right. down three feet. Like, Oh, it's going to be brutal. I did that in uh, Wind Waker, though. To get all the treasure chests, I went fucking up and down that entire map sailing. For you got, a, you got 100% it, though. I will. I hope. I just got the last memory. Finally. Oh, shit. For those of you that have been playing the game, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so anyway, the <laughs> the rest of the DLC content for this first launch is uh, that they're, they're bringing in a hard mode. So... You know, you get to go through it again in a harder mode. That's probably when I'll do it without dying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to have the travel medallion, which is a sweet little fast travel perk. Um, then uh, also for the 900 Koroks, they're bringing in the Korok mask that helps you find the little 
douchebags easier. And you, you will that show you where they are, or will that yeah. just show you the ones you've already found? It kind of, uh, it just, it says right here when Link wears it, the controller will shake when he's close to a Korok location. Oh, okay. So it's like the, it's like the rumble pack. With the skull for, towers. Yeah, exactly. Except for there were only a hundred of those guys. Yeah, they were still hard to find. They were. Did you know the cheat of that? Here, here's a fun fact, Ocarina of Time cheat. So there's a tree right next to Hyrule Castle, and it's got a Skulltula in there. Like, if you go and you play the uh, the Song of Storms, it opens up a hole, you know? And then yeah. You, you jump down to that tree. For sure. So there's a Skulltula in there, and if you you kill it, and then you throw your boomerang to get the token, and while the boomerang is flying, you backflip into the exit, and it takes you exit. up. And then it resets the Skulltula, but you get to keep the token. Neat. So you can have as many tokens as you want. Man, that's one thing I'm not looking forward to with like frequent updates and all that. Like glitches are People fun, you know. Like they have done that already with Breath of the Wild. I didn't get to experience any of those glitches, but they've already taken some out that people were using to that's do shit. So. Oh man, that's a shame. yeah. Well, there you go. There's a game tip for a 25 year old game. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody that. <laughs> Everybody loves that game. Come on. Everybody's like, oh, shit, I'm going to try that. Oh, yeah. That was a great game. That's, mm-hmm. probably, that's probably true. I still play that game every, once a year. It's, yeah. my, it's my New Year's Eve I guess, tradition. Yeah. I get to the mm-hmm. water temple and then I quit. <laughs> really? Yeah, I can never fucking get a I still get long calls. shot, man. It's there, pretty there's tough. A, there's <laughs> a way you can lo- like lock yourself out, you know? If you there like is. Yes, yes, and absolutely. And I feel like regardless of whatever guide I'm following that like step by step <laughs> takes you room through you room, I always it. lock myself out. There, there's that place and then in the Gerudo uh, like like training grounds or whatever. Those are the only two places in Ocarina of Time that you up. can lock your yeah. Because yeah. honestly, the only thing that happens in the Gerudo Fortress thing is you, you don't get arrows. yeah you don't get the ice arrows, but the like the long shot though that is like something that you like y- fucking you need. You can't beat the temple without it. You can't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ice arrows you can totally beat the game without, but I used to get calls from my friends being like, "Okay, dude, look, I'm on the first floor of the water temple. I have mm-hmm. this and this. Where do I go?" <laughs> I can vouch for that. When the three. Oh yeah, I think you were one of those people. Nice. Yep. When the 3DS huh. came out, um, they <laughs> You're not the only one, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. When the 3DS came out, they released Ocarina of Time, and I was working at an elementary school at the time. And so there was this fifth-year-old kid, or fifth-year-old? Fifth fifth-year-old. Fifth-grade kid. <laughs> and uh, he had one, and, like, we would just fucking play. Like, I probably shouldn't have done that, like, on shift, you know? But I was like, yeah, dude, go here, go here. And it was, like, so fun. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I, I wish I could have played the new games with 3DS. I want. I really want to play the um, Link to the Past one. Yeah, totally. The, There's some really neat ones on there. What is that one called? It's where you can like go into the walls as a shadow or whatever. Oh, yeah. Link Between Worlds. I need worlds. to get those. That's what I have yeah, a 3DS. Yeah. I just, I've only played the Pokemon games on them. I don't those know Those ones are fun. The Pokemon huh. games are fun on there, too. That's the only reason I had a DS was for Pokemon games. Yeah. There was no other reason to buy it for me. Well, honestly, I don't, I think if Pokemon games didn't exist, like Game Boy and handhelds probably wouldn't be as successful. Like That's probably true. I oh, really think so. Tetris. 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 Yeah, stuff Nintendo. like that. Yeah. yeah. Snake, you know. Snake. <laughs> Snake was the Nokia phone. I know, but it's like still <laughs> same fucking concept. <laughs> I guess it was about the size of a Game Boy. Yeah. Fucking brick. I know, right? I I loved my little brick. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's the that's the gist of the DLC I pack. Whip my glasses I believe. Off let me my let face. me make sure that. Oh yeah, no. One more thing. There's new armor. There's some new armor that they're introducing in the uh, Breath of the Wild DLC pack, which includes Midna's helmet from uh, Twilight God, Princess. Damn, cats. I'm freaking out over there. 
This is an everyday occurrence. Beat his ass. <laughs> Man, I, ho- <laughs> I hope you guys can hear that. Because that is nuts. He always looks like a bear. Like, he's got his paws out and he stands up like a fucking bear. Don't worry. That's ju- and If you guys can hear the, the cat screaming in the background, it's not a bad thing. Trev is a very vocal cat. She is. And her, so she her tail's wagging. She, just, she yeah. just yells a lot. And that, that's that's all. She's having a good time. All right. They're done. Finally. Okay. Last part of the DLC. Midna's helmet from Twilight Princess. Uh, Majora's mask. You get to get that to wear around. And the phantom armor from Phantom Hourglass. So that's pretty cool. It is cool. Um, and like I said, Tangle's outfit from before. That is scheduled to come out in summer. That's the first DLC pack for Breath of the Wild. And the second DLC pack, which is going to include a whole new dungeon and story mode, um, is going to come out in the winter, just in time for the holidays. So there's that. Also coming out, something I'm very, very excited for is Red Dead Redemption 2. I keep talking about this, but I would just want to keep reminding people that it's coming out. It's a thing. It is a thing. Is, is there a release date on it yet, or is it uh, su- suspected to be announced at E3 as well? Uh, I'm. Mm, let me check. I have it here on my link. I can't. I'm pretty sure it's still waiting for E3. I'm pretty sure. Still no official word. Uh, internet, internet. All internet, of this, all of this information yeah. about all of these games and links will be in the show notes. You can find the show notes at twistmyarm.wordpress.com. It has links to everything we need, and it has links to all our social media. And it's saying quarter three, quarter four, 2017. So there is no official release date yet. So definitely within the window of possibility of being announced at E3. Indeed. Um, which uh, is, it, it's in June, June 4th, I believe, E3. That's one of my favorite yeah. times of year. Is the E3 Give them five, thing. six months of press time, yeah. Yeah, man, that's when uh, that's when all the good shit comes out. It's like E three is like uh, the video game celebration, pretty much. That's how right. I feel. That's how I feel. Let me see, June fifteenth. I'm sorry. Nope, that was two thousand three. That was two thousand ten. Okay. Oh, wow. Seven years too late. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um. This website is huge. June 13th through the 15th is E3. Cool. So, yeah, that's very soon. A little over a month away before all of our awesome games get released or get announced and shit. I'm really stoked for the – I know Nintendo's not going to do much, but they're going to announce some things. So I'm really excited to see what they're going to come out with because mm-hmm. – Switch is a fun system. I want a new Kirby game. I want oh, a new Kirby game. You as well. know that's I gonna happen. I want a new Kirby game for that's sure. That's gotta happen in this. I want it to be like Crystal Shards though, where you can combine the power ups. <laughs> Some somebody stole my Crystal Shards game a couple savages. months back. Savages. And I have been scarred ever since. So <laughs> that game was amazing. I love that game. It was good. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, indeed. God, that was a long video game segment, huh? Well, we all do. It happens sometimes. It does. <laughs> it does. Um, the longer so yeah. the video game segment, segment, the shorter the sports segment. Well, there is no sports segment this time. Whoa! That only happens like 
every once in a while or during football season. Okay. So yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm glad that you guys like sports and sports and stuff, but... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we keep that to ourselves yeah well no no you don't i'm on the twist my arm freaking group message and it's just like sports 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 <laughs> it's gonna okay. happen all the time it's all right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah now all my bumpers here all my sweet little soundboards have all sorts of cool fun little sports like this one I honestly, I, I know Jesse can't hear it. I can barely hear it. I so. know. I'll turn it up in the okay. in the editing process. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, then it'll Maybe. have some solid comic effect for our listeners. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll see. Um, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come wrap up our cool our show here. We have uh, we have our movie movie news coming up, and a little bit of music news. And of course, a little bit of Star Wars news. <laughs> Jesse, you got any Star Trek? Oh, no, that's right. There is no Trek news. Oh, there's always Star Trek news. You just don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker trolled me so hard on the fourth. <laughs> yeah, Him and his girlfriend. His girlfriend's comments God. were like the best part. Uh, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> it was really good. I, couldn't, I could not believe it. I was like, this, the, the Bailey household is seriously trolling me on, like, the day. <laughs> Dude, and it was, like, it was, like, 12, 15 in the morning. Like, it was immediately, like, the very beginning of the fourth when I posted Right that. after the clock struck oh 12. Yeah. <laughs> I was still sleeping. I'm all dreaming about awesome Star Wars things, and I wake up to bullshit. <laughs> to trek yourself before you wreck yourself. Oh, man. With that, it w- we're going to take a break. It was It was well done. It was. It was. I agree. I guess maybe we'll talk about it in the story. Oh, you know what we, what we're, we really have to talk about? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't worry. That's there. Okay. That's in the back of my mind. Cool. That's all coming up next after this song.
Welcome back to the Twist My Arm podcast. Um, I know we're taking a few more breaks than normal today, but I wanted to get some music in on there. That last song was called Vinyl by a band called Commonwealth. They're pretty good. Um, yeah, I just heard them on my uh, release radar on Spotify. I love that thing, by the way. Spotify has some cool shit, um, including the Guardians of the Galaxy two soundtrack volume two oh awesome mix volume two just listening to that makes me pump for that movie has anybody seen that yet it came out friday i haven't seen it no. yet did you see it jesse i did not i, I will be doing that i've heard nothing but amazing things i don't even think anybody even had a question that it was going to be perfect i mean <laughs> i i had a couple questions thinking I, that it might not be that good because it's a sequel it's a sequel well corbin like, saw it and i guess that's all that really matters yeah you did know? he see it yeah he, oh, he, he posted on he facebook yeah yes 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 he did Sim. he saw it. okay all right so i guess we'll we'll leave that one up to corbin well <laughs> i want to see it this week Je- let's make it a goal oh, this week we'll yeah. all see it okay and then next week we'll get corbin let's on do the it line thursday well. night you and i will that should be doable okay and then uh, I think uh, with Acknot practice next week, Corbin will be here. Toads. So then we can all talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, too. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll drive up there in my fancy new car. Mm. Ooh. That'd Definitely. be cool. <laughs> yeah. You can do that now. Holy shit. <laughs> you should start coming up. It's the summer. You should start coming up for shows. Yeah, yeah for shows. Yeah, for shows. And it's we a can... much more realistic possibility now. So Sweet. Yeah. We could even we could even switch off. You know, I could go to Loveland. You could come to Denver. I do love having a podcast at my house. That does make it really easy for me. It's well, still, yeah, it's, it's so much easier cool. just in general. Well, we do have to go see your dad. So one of these days, we'll oh do yeah, that. my dad. Yeah. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like him. My dad is great. Um, <laughs> he also runs a company called True Light Productions, which makes this entire podcast possible. It's so. true. He is so fantastic. thanks, Dad. Yes. <laughs> um, so as you can tell, we're on our movie reviews. We were well. We were talking about movie stuff. Guardians two reviews seem to be amazing, and our review will be up next week. Apparently, we just figured that out. <laughs> so um, there's not a lot of movie stuff, but there's a few things. First of all, you guys remember Home Alone? But of course. With Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Of course. You remember the downward downward spiral he went into? After. Yeah. He went into kind of a Kurt Cobain sort of style. He did mm-hmm. uh, catch a uh, little Mila though. Mila Kunis. Mila. Mila. Yeah. Mila? Is it Mila or Mila? Mila. Bongiorno Mila. <laughs> no, but um, he went into like a fucking Kurt Cobain spiral, and mm-hmm. now, lo and behold, Macaulay Culkin is back playing none other than Kurt Cobain. Oh, really? I did read about yeah. that, actually. Honestly, so, I think that he could probably do a pretty good job. He looks the part. He, he does sure does. Yeah, and well, he's fucked up enough. I mean, yeah. So. What was that band he was in? It was uh, uh, Pizza Underground. It was a Velvet Underground cover band. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! Mm-hmm. Of course, he oh, was. good. Yeah. Was. And wasn't he was just in a movie? Uh, oh, it was uh, Tusk, right? Wasn't he in Tusk? No. Who was that? That was Haley Joel Osment. Oh, that's oh right. Oh, my God. Oh, my He's God. He's still around? Yes. No. I get those two mixed up, like, fucking all the time. They're, like, weirdo fucking white. Creepy like, man children. Yeah, creepy yeah. fucking child stars, blonde, blue eyes. <laughs> Come on, you know. Well, 
Haley Joel Osment though was only around for that like two movies for uh, the Pay It Forward and Pay It Forward. No, he was also the Lions movie. Obviously, he was in Sixth Sense. Right. Yes. And then he was also Forrest Gump Jr. in Forrest Gump. Oh, that was for what (laughs) three seconds. The one little kid saying, that was born. I'm so just saying, was, you said it was you said it was two, and it was at least three. Uh, <laughs> okay, my bad. It's all right. Macaulay Culkin had also had, had was in three movies as well. Home Alone, one, one and, and two, two, and Richie Rich. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot about Richie Rich. <laughs> yeah, um, he was also in some really messed up like indie films that were not necessarily uh, commercially successful, but were. I think praised by critics, but yeah. that was during his creepy drug phase. Right, which has been ever since Home Alone 2 stopped filming. How old was, was he when that stopped ago, filming? Roughly. I'm kidding. Oh, okay, uh, I was about to say, I'm yeah, pretty sure he was being still a kid. <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> like, damn. I just got off the set of Home Alone 2. I need some heroin. Right. <laughs> um, he was in, uh, let's see, it looks... Uh, no, never mind. Sorry. This doesn't have anything. Coming from ToneDeaf.com, it's, uh, the movie is called Total Entertainment Forever. Hmm. And it's starring Macaulay as none other than Kurt Cobain. Uh, he proceeds to be crucified by a parade of bootleg Ronald McDonald's, blah, blah, blah. This seems like a really small breakdown of what this movie is going to be. Anyway, the whole point of this is that Macaulay Culkin is back playing Kurt Cobain. And it is coming out, let's see, in July? Yeah. It's almost summertime, guys. Almost summertime. It's pretty exciting. I wonder if they'll address the Courtney Love connection in that movie or if they'll just I'm gonna focus go ahead and it say on him. Probably, probably, probably not. You don't think so? She's still alive, so. Oh, sure. Well, I don't know. Defamation they made that documentary shit. on her or, like, on his death and shit like that and defamed the fuck out of her. Like, Yeah. Yeah, mm. I don't know. To be determined, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm all curious because I think they will, but you think they won't. I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I could totally be wrong. I'm. That's like a fifty-fifty chance most of the time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they could always say like, you know, we didn't want to have any negative sure. energy around it, so we just went pure artist right, portrait or something. Totally, which would be wonderful if they did. Um, but I also, at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised because that's kind of like an important piece of the puzzle there. So, yeah. <clears throat> even if they don't even shed like a negative light, doesn't have them being together and her being the mother of his child, I would think like she mentioned something. Like, <laughs> do you guys want to know why I need to write shows earlier than the day of? Why? Because Macaulay Culkin portrays Kurt Cobain in a Father John Misty music video. I read the article wrong. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I also read that. I also read. We were just like getting all in depth in that. (laughs) Good job. Well done. Anyone that hasn't turned off this episode yet has now turned it off. (laughs) Yeah. We call it Twist My Arm because we lie to you about most of what we're talking about. Right, right. And there's a twist at the end. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. 
That's embarrassing. <laughs> Paul Paul's not actually a glass blower. He's a window he's a window cleaner. And we just you know, we went from there and we're like we took well, creative liberties. He's a glass blower, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. Let's just keep talking like it, it is happening. I'll direct this movie. <laughs> okay. Because it, I would I would love it if Macaulay Culkin would play Kurt Cobain in an actual movie. I know, movie. I like where you're going movie. with this. Hell and, yeah. and Emma Stone could play Courtney Courtney Love. No, 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 no. It would have no. to. Be, no, it would Brittany have to Murphy be. Brittany Murphy would be the person. Brittany Murphy's dead. dead. No. I know, well, I know that, but she it would be, be Elizabeth Olsen. This is a oh, hypothetical yes. fucking conversation if here. Cut, if she cut her hair like that and bleached it, it'd be fine. Perfect. Elizabeth Olsen and Macaulay Culkin coming in, come starring in the new movie directed by. You know who should Josh. play? <laughs> who's not an actor but should play Kurt Cobain? Tyler. Yeah, and they'll call it Smells Like a Cash Grab. Smells like a cash grab. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Oh, man. Let's move on from this From this non-movie that doesn't exist. This hypothetical story. Yes. We'll talk about a movie that actually does exist and is actually coming out that I did actually read about before I put it in the episode. Good. Good. And it's Cloverfield 3. Ooh. Oh, we w- we just watched the uh, first two last night. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never I, seen them. I wanted to bring this up because as we were watching 10 Cloverfield Lane last night, I was mm-hmm. like, shit, that movie was I, really crazy. Liked, I really liked Cloverfield too. And, and then thinking about that, it takes me back to when Cloverfield actually came out, yeah. that first movie, and how Jesse and I were so obsessed with that monster for like There was no information on it. Exactly. And so we just kept doing all this research. This was this was like, this was like about probably eight nine years ago or something like right, that. Right, this, this is when we knew we could be in a podcast together. Didn't they present <laughs> it as like kind of like a Godzilla esque exactly. kind of thing? Like exactly, yeah. it was like a. But they never showed anything even closely related to the monster in the trailer. It was right. all like people looking that. up and you know people freaking out, but there was no right. shots of the monster. I think there was one shot of the tail, wasn't there? Uh, I don't think so. I think there was a no. shadow of a tail yeah, or something. Yeah, it was, shadow. And it was the bridge. It was the bridge scene when the bridge is all falling apart. Oh, when it was like such a great movie. The, yeah. yeah, man. So, oh, did you see Ten Cloverfield Lane? Yeah, I normally have a problem with like shaky camera films, but that one wasn't much. It of a wasn't shaky camera not film, the Ten yeah. Cloverfield. The, the, yeah, one. no, but the first, first one. one. Yeah, yeah. That one well, was decently. Drop. I know, like a literal mic drop here. <laughs> Smart, but we're okay okay we're good good yeah <laughs> all right no so yeah d- and you did see 10 cloverfield lane paul yeah did you see it jesse i did not it's on netflix okay. it is it just came on like yeah i think we watched week. it on hulu actually maybe I'll, one I'll of those check it out, yeah. it's a s- easily it streamable yes. yeah totally easily streamable and it was movie. really good john goodman is like so creepy he is. holy he was, shit is he creepy he did a really good job of being that crazy fucking doomsday prepper well and he's so big that like yeah. he was so intimidating and like very imposing but yeah. that being said he has lost a lot of weight like he looks better as like i mean he he looked like shit in the movie but like that movie came out like three years ago so really he, did he, he did he gain it all good i know he's always had a fluctuating weight yeah. i love that guy i hope he like gets his health in check man <laughs> he has to for the roseanne reunion coming up. oh that's true so he's got to be doing all right well do you know that he's also 
now the voice of Buffalo Wild Wings on the radio. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, fun. You must listen, <laughs> you must listen to 104.3 The Fan. I do. <laughs> oh, fucking shocker over here. <laughs> I, ha- I have to because it's Denver's sports station and they took away 105.5 ESPN. So yes, I'm they like, did. It was a very uh, disappointing day. I wouldn't know. Yeah. That. I do like I me some, some Schlereth yeah. and Evans. I was like, oh, am I missing a I good like, radio station? I like but Schlereth and Evans because they're funny and they talk shit to each they're other. They're just dumb. They're I don't give bros. a fuck about what they're <laughs> saying, but they are pretty entertaining, that's for sure. Wow. I like I like to picture Schlereth as that typical offensive lineman, so it works for me. But if I ever need like actual coverage for something, I'll generally get it from the internet. Yeah, I was gonna go ahead and say I wouldn't go them like go to them for credible fucking news like sports news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely went off topic there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, back anyway, to, movies. Back to movies. Yes, no more sports. Sorry, but uh, Cloverfield three gets a release date finally. It was originally now if you remember Ten Cloverfield Lane, that um. It, it, it had a different name to it mm-hmm. before it was even released as 10 Cloverfield Lane. It was originally called The Cellar. And before it was like three months before the movie came out, they kept advertising it as The Cellar. Oh, The Cellar's filming. The Cellar's doing this. The Cellar's doing this. And then all of a sudden, they were like, oh, surprise. It's actually called 10 Cloverfield Lane, and it's about this. And so they were trying to do the same thing with Cloverfield 3, but everyone just kind of... Figured it out. Figured it out. It, they originally called it God Particle, but now they're like, eh, fuck that. Never mind. It's called Cloverfield 3. Haha, <laughs> surprise. All right. <laughs> they didn't even have like an original name for it. It's just Cloverfield 3. Now, for right now, it's called Cloverfield 3. No, yeah. but that's, yeah, they're admitting that that's what it is. Okay, exactly. that it's Cause, the third cause before installment. before it was called God Particle. Sure. Okay. So now they're like, well, we're just going to quit trying to string you along because you already know what it is. Sure. So, so I wonder if it'll have something to do with the Hadron Collider and they no. accidentally create a it, wormhole uh, or something. It it comes out October 27th this year, and it's about astronauts. Um, oh, man. I, I got to actually read this whole fucking thing here because it's very strange. Um, give me one second. I'm, I'm looking up. It's, it's, I'm trying to find the, the paragraph on movieweb.com. Uh, it is okay. So after news of the after news of Cloverfield three broke, stars David Oilo Oilo and Gugu Guju Mubatha Wow, those are really hard to say. Um, they <laughs> revealed in separate interviews that they didn't know anything about a connection to the Cloverfield world, but with the release date shifting eight months. They, that gives pl- the filmmakers plenty of time for reshoots. So, <laughs> basically, the stars didn't even really know what was going on. Um, and wow. this one... God, I'm still trying to find a fucking actual thing for it. I just had it. Okay, I'm going to give you what I, what I remember. There's astronauts and they're in space. They're on a space station. And they, they do something with a god particle in space that, like, basically... It like it like fucks Earth up in in a in a interdimensional kind of way. Yeah. So like it, the it, God they kind of go the to God like particle Earth two is, instead of being Earth one or something. Right. The God particle is supposedly the Higgs boson particle, and it imbues energy with mass and or matter with mass. It, it supposedly converts energy to matter, 
And it's like one of the missing pieces of the, you know, universal puzzle right now. So it sounds like they, you know, tried to use that and broke the dimensions or something. It sounds like very pseudoscience-y, you know, high-level, probably not real explained type of thing. Finally found it. It takes me forever. (laughs) Um, Bad Robot and Paramount reportedly brought on writers Daniel Casey and Damien Chazelle to rewrite the script going into the reshoots. And while J.J. Abrams said that 10 Cloverfield Lane isn't exactly a sequel to Cloverfield, he called the project a blood relative to the original movie. God Particle follows a team of astronauts who make a shocking discovery and end up fighting for survival in what is described as an altered reality. Uh, This new report reveals that the shocking discovery is that Earth has disappeared after a scientific experiment. And as they discover a space shuttle coming towards them, they must determine whether or not they are enemies or friends. So, so it's the same sort of, it's in the same universe is what it is. And it's, it, to me, it looks like it's, it's going to show how those monsters and aliens got down to Earth. Okay, good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and what, and what happened? Like, because the ships show up. Like, in Cloverfield, you see the giant monster and then the little zombie creatures that would, like, turn the humans into zombies. And then in 10 Cloverfield Lane, you see those same little zombie creatures, but you also see the spaceship that they're coming out of as well. So it's not just the giant Cloverfield monster, but they're also being dropped off by these spaceships. And so in this God Particle movie, Cloverfield 3, it looks like they're seeing the spaceships coming in and then not knowing what to do... And then reality gets shifted somehow. So, so I'm, oh, okay. So I'm thinking that that all three of these movies are taking place at the same time. That's what, yeah. I, I that's what I thought about at least the first two movies. Right. So. And I think they're gonna do the same thing with this one. So the first one is in New York. The second one is in some backwoods ass fucking place. Mm-hmm. And they're both happening at the same time. I would think it's like upstate New York, though. Like I think I don't know. Like, it's an, it could be. Where in go. the nation do that you think be. that it is? Though? I have no idea. And that's what I was trying to think of, you know? I think it actually does mention upstate New York. Does I it? think it does, yeah. if I remember correctly. I think it's all happening in New York. Okay. So So then while those two things are happening, or maybe even right before right. the monster comes, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's this, someone up in the space station and they're seeing shit go on bef- before all that. Right. So this could technically be a five, like a prequel. To the two movies. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. Well, I think I thought that they did a really good job with both of the movies. They may not be like the best scary movies of all time, but I thought the stories and like how they connected them was pretty well done. Oh, for sure. So Jesse, I definitely suggest checking out Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's t- completely different than the other movie. It's like you, w- I don't think if 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 anybody didn't know that this was Cloverfield, watching the whole movie, like they don't give it away at all, except for the fact that, you know they they told you to begin with, but <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, but it's a completely different movie. Well, it's it reminds me a lot of Split, the M Night Shyamalan movie, that one that just came out. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it that yet. yet. Neither have I, but I have read things about it, and oh, it's okay. in the same universe as Unbreakable. Oh, that's the right. Bruce that's right. Willis. Yeah. Um, Samuel. Train. Is it train yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now they're making a sequel to, to those two movies, basically. So, like, Unbreakable was happening, and then Split was happening, and now they're going to combine those two movies, and all those characters are going to meet in this next movie. I'd be interested to see how they do that. I really liked Unbreakable. That was one of the ones of his that I liked the most. Oh, yeah. One of his most underrated movies, I would think. I didn't see that for the first yeah. time until a couple of months ago when you had me watch it. That's it's really good. It. it was good. Yeah. It's, it had really good, like, parallels, you know, in the way they actually described 
how superheroes can really exist. They don't have to have super superpowers. I just I really like that for sure. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Cloverfield three is coming out October twenty seventh this year, and I'm excited to see what happens. I'm Same. hoping I'm hoping that yeah that they do some they do some explaining. <laughs> um, the next thing that's happening in our movie news is motherfucking Indiana Jones is getting a new movie. (laughs) 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 Yes, Indiana Jones is getting a new movie. Um, It is going to be coming out July 10th, 2020. Oh, good. (laughs) Okay. Plenty of time for them to cancel it. (laughs) Plenty of time. And plenty of time to cast somebody else as Indiana Jones. That well, they're already they're already doing that. They're saying that the fifth chapter of Indiana Jones, this coming from StarWars.com, uh, the fifth chapter of Indiana Jones is now confirmed for a July tenth, twenty twenty release. And the thunder rolls wow. and the lightning strikes. Da, da, da. <laughs> it's just a plastic it's bag. It's just a plastic. That's bag. what's like happening currently right over here. Oh, that's not thunder. Oh, no, it is thunder, but, like, do you hear the scratching back and forth? It's a plastic bag. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. That's what Alan's freaking out about. Oh, we're lying about the weather. First I'm lying about movies, and now <laughs> yeah, I'm lying about the weather. Liar. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely serious. Indiana Jones is coming out, though, July 10th, 2020, and Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford are rumored to come back. Man, 2020 sounds like it's so far in the future, but it's only three years from right, now. Right, yeah. No, I remember thinking two, about Two and a half, really. I remember thinking about that when they were talking about episode eight. They were like, episode yeah. seven's going to come out in 2014, episode eight, 2017. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so far away. Well, here <laughs> we are, 2017. Um, oh, man. Indiana Jones. Are you guys fans of the Indiana Jones series? The earlier movies were pretty good. Did you not like Crystal Skull? That was I, my favorite. I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen Indiana. Really? No. The older ones are definitely worth the watch. I, I, I mean, I am intrigued. You've I never think. seen Star Wars. You've never seen Indiana Wait, Jones. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yes. Yeah. See, and uh, that's okay. the thing is like I am equally as nerdy, I would say, to Josh, but we were totally into way different nerdy things. Yeah. So I like I went mm. to the Renaissance Festival and fairies and princesses and you know Renaissancey and he loves Star Wars and all that good shit. So yeah, when we go to the Renaissance Festival, I dress as a Jedi. He's well, he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> I dress up every year or something. I'm usually a fairy princess. Usually. Now that would fit though because Jedi are from a long time ago, so you could be like, hey, exactly. this is the correct time period. It, it, yeah. True. Well, actually, uh, other people do it all the time, and like it doesn't even matter. We did just get some scrunchies. So we Dude, could put my hair up in Princess Leia I actually, fashion. so Big Lots, if anybody's ever looking for scrunchies, because they don't sell that shit anywhere anymore. And Big Lots. fashion tips from Big Kylie. Lots has them, but I got them mostly so that I could do fucking Josh's hair in Princess Leia buns. Wow. Yep. Help me, Kylie. You're my only hope. <laughs> it's true. God, speaking of Star Wars. He doesn't like you. Yeah. I got a bad feeling so. about No, you will experience the full power. Oh, is there no Star Wars news? It was just you were excited you had a Star Wars bumper. No. I still haven't really quite gotten that bumper down. 
but it is there. Ah. And it is Star Wars news time. Um, on, on with the on the same article as the Indiana Jones release date. Episode nine has gotten a release date, and it will be set for May twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen, which is very interesting considering episode seven and eight were years apart. Well, not not years apart, but in, in December. December. Uh, so all the original Star Wars movies always came out in May around George Lucas's birthday because he's a fucking bastard like that. And George Lucas is George Lucas's biggest fan. He is. He <laughs> really is. He loves George Lucas. Um, but yeah, he always had those movies come out in May, and then when Disney took over, they're like, <laughs> "Fuck you, we're gonna do December." <laughs> and so they're the switch is happening next year. This year is gonna be. This is the coolest year to be a Star Wars fan because in December we get Episode Eight, and then next May, a month as in as in a year from now, we're gonna get the Han Solo movie. So so within six months we're gonna get two Star Wars movies, which is super yeah. Cool. And then after that second one comes out, the Han Solo movie comes out in May. The release dates are reverting back to May, so we're always gonna get those Star Wars movies in May. Also, I think it has something to do with the fact that Disney also owns Marvel. And they already have all of those movies planned out for the yep. these last couple of years. Like, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy just came out in May. They wouldn't want to compete with, with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. They, they're not going to be like, oh, here we go. Yeah, we're going to try and fuck, our, fuck ourselves, you know. <laughs> so I believe next year um, the Avengers movie comes out, but it comes out at the beginning of May or the end of April. And then Star Wars comes out at the very end of May. So they're they're kind of... Kind of going to be competing, but not as much. And me being me, I'm stoked about the May release. Uh, also being released and announced. Sorry. Let me go backwards in time. Let me, wait, hang on. Hang on. One second. No. Uh, damn it. Ah. There it is. Okay, so Star Wars Day happened on Thursday. Um... May the 4th be with you, everybody, right? You guys know that? And then we had Revenge of the 5th, right? Yeah, of course. Also Cinco de Mayo. So. <laughs> also Cinco de Mayo. There was uh, exclusive toys being sold at GameStop. Anybody get Anybody get your collectibles? Kylie, you get your collectibles at GameStop? Yes. Lies. What do you mean, lies? <laughs> I got all sorts of collectibles at GameStop. I'm talking on Thursday, the Star Wars collectibles. Oh, yeah, no. No, no. I thought you were just talking about in general. I was like, um, yeah. No. We buy you Star Wars things. <laughs> it's very true. Um, God, is it, it's, it's raining out there. It, it is sure raining. is would raining. Mind, but Would you mind closing that door? I can definitely do that. But watch, in about 15 minutes, it's going to stop. It's stop because it's calling right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, anyway, Star Wars Day at GameStop, they had special uh, Black Series figures for sale. I did get an Obi-Wan a couple weeks ago. I just didn't get the chance to go and get the sale. So I don't know why I'm talking about that now, but any listeners out there that did get in on that sale, send me some photos. I'd like to see what you got. That'd be cool. Um, either on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I'd like, to, I'd like to see that. I'm in a lot of Star Wars collectible groups. So I like to – us collectors, we like to show off our uh, – Goods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the one. Um, spe- and those those limited figures are still sold. They're being sold, I think, everywhere. Um, Walmart, Target, GameStop. 
all sorts of places. And uh, it's funny that it's at GameStop that they're selling Star Wars toys at GameStop, and it's definitely a select few stores. But um, the one that we go to is the Tit. Right. the yeah. The different stores are selling different figures as well. Oh, cool. Um, I think Walmart has a Darth Vader figure that's only at Walmart. GameStop has a R five D four figure that's only at GameStop. That's the red and white droid. That uh. Uncle Owen, this, this the one that looks like R2, but Avin. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that blows up at the beginning of A New Hope. Um, and then Target has some other special thing. I don't remember, but yeah, get all those because those are those are cool. They're they're the old school figures just blown up into bigger sizes with the old packaging and stuff. And like way cuter esque of characters. Yeah. And they're cute. Yeah. They're pretty cute. Um. My last bit of Star Wars news, because there's not a lot this week. There's really not a lot. There was uh, some new books announced that I'm very excited for. Um, they are the Journey to the Last Jedi books. Uh, we talked about this, I think, a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, about how um, these new... They, they had the series, the Journey to the Force Awakens books, and now they're starting up the Journey to the Last Jedi books. And... The first one to have come out was the Captain Phasma comic series, which apparently people are bitching a lot about because Captain Phasma is still a whiny bitch <laughs> in, in the series <laughs> as well. And I guess, I don't know, I haven't read it yet. I will read it and I'll let everybody know. But on top of that, they are releasing a book called Phasma, talking more about Captain Phasma. Apparently she's got some big role. I think they're trying to redeem themselves for being like, look at this awesome stormtrooper, and then not giving her any lines or anything. It seems that way, yeah. Yeah. So they're really blowing up with that. Um, Phasma is going to be the first book to come out, and then the next book to come out is going to be called Leia, which is going to be super cool. Um, And then there will be another book, 40 Stories Celebrating 40 Years of Star Wars. Um, and it's called From a Certain Point of View. Uh-huh. And then the final... I'm going to assume that's main series stories told from other characters' points of views. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Uh, more than cool. 40 authors have lent their unique visions to 40 scenes, each retelling a different moment from the original Star Wars film, but with a twist. Very so, cool. Every scene is told from the point of view of a backsto- background character. So, you know, you'll see, like, like the uh, the scene in the cantina, the Mos Eisley cantina, when Obi-Wan cuts off that dude's arm. Someone's just going to be sitting back drinking a drink. Just being like, <laughs> this guy just fucking came in and chopped off this guy's arm. It's really mean. It's a little I think he was bitch. a Raiders fan or something. I don't know. <laughs> he must have been. Oh. Oh, fucking Raiders. And then the last book to be announced, which I am – the most stoked for this one. It is called The Legends of Luke Skywalker. It's coming out October 31st, and it's a collection of myths and tall tales about the legendary legendary Luke Skywalker. Um, enough said, I feel like. There's, yeah. you know, like, it's, it's going to be all of his awesome stories in between, um, basically in between all the movies. So, so in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, there'll be a few stories there. In between Empire and Jedi, there'll be a few stories there. And then in between Jedi and Force Awakens, they're going to have all that fill-in. Like the, and these the, stories the are all officially canon. These yes. all count. They're totally yes, they are part all, of the main story. They're all the 
Journey to Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Those are the books that have been announced for that sort of because it's it's like a story leading up to the new movie. You know what I mean? Very cool. So yes, that comes out October thirty first. Um, and all the other books come out. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. They, they all come out around the same time. Um, Leia comes out September 1st. Uh, Phasma comes out, I believe, August. Oh, no, sorry. Phasma comes out September 1st as well. So Leia and Phasma come out September 1st. Uh, the And then the 40 stories, um, Certain Point of View, and Legends of Luke Skywalker both come out on October 31st. So very excited for those. Um, and that's about all I got for Star Wars. Anybody else got some Star Wars news? <laughs> I, I, I looked through all my Star Wars stuff, and oh, now no. I couldn't find any news. Oh, Jesus. Um, I just wanted to press a button. <laughs> In that you did. What is this one? <laughs> Eating. <Loud> Eating. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, Star Wars, that was the end of Star Wars news. We'll move on to our quick little music news. Um, not a lot going on here. Anybody hear about the Firefest? Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Man, our, our boy Ja Rule fucked up. Ja Rule's Island, yeah. <laughs> he is always on time, but he can't do a festival. He can't cannot. do a festival for <laughs> shit. Um, well, apparently they weren't really on time because they only started planning, what, two months in advance or something? <laughs> that's very true, yeah. yeah. The article that I had read and said that they had just started planning all of the festival things, like, like did you Did you see any of his tweets before. about that? It was like, his tweets were like some post-apocalyptic sci-fi movie, like, my only concern is that we get everyone off the island safe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Like, oh, that's amazing. Oh man, it was great. Did he get trolled? I I bet he got trolled hard. Where where are the zombies? Rule. Oh well, he's getting he's getting sued really hard. So (laughs) if that counts as trolling, you know. Yeah, a hundred million bucks, I think. Something like that. Not only are they promoter. Yeah, not only are they getting sued for a hundred million dollars, but Seth Rogen and the Lonely Island are making a movie about a festival gone wrong. Yes, there you go. (laughs) So they're gonna. At least something good came out of this. Oof. Yeah, it's funny because they had announced that movie like right as that fire festival was happening, all that shit was going down. And Seth Rogen had went on Twitter and, and he was like, I wasn't planning on announcing this, but it seems like the perfect time to announce that we're making a movie about a festival gone horribly wrong. <laughs> so I'm wondering if they're going to do some like rewrites and reshoots. For I'm this sure. Movie. They're gonna have to change the whole thing up and be like based on a true story. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll hire hire Ja Rule so he can make some of the money back. It won't be Ja Rule. It'll be Exhibit. Let's be honest. <laughs> exhibit. <laughs> yeah. It'll be hilarious. Um, more music news. We have Die Antwoord coming to Red Rocks. Kylie's probably most. What? What? Deontward. It's Deontward. Well, my bad. They're uh, they're Afrikaans. (laughs) South African, yes, and they actually know they're dropping fucking music all over the place. To be completely honest. No, I I I know they Mm. they are done after their fifth album is what I was reading about. Okay, yeah. When I when I first saw that they were coming to Red Rocks, I was like, I thought they were fucking done, and then I had read that they actually are planning. They had planned five albums for this band, mm-hmm. and then they're going to call it quits. Yeah. So they go out on top. 
basically. They're doing yeah. the Breaking Bad thing, yeah. ending when it's good, and then they're going to continue Zip to make music. Dead. So they're going to still make music. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be with each other or not, but at least they got that. Well, and they have a really interesting relationship. They actually have a kid together. But what? Yeah, they do, and they're not. They're not together at all. Um, I, I thought th- they were related. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, they were neighbors. <laughs> They've always been neighbors growing up down the street, and uh, apparently they used to diddle around, and <laughs> they had a kid. But yeah, they're like they're like best buds, and <coughs> diddle each other's pooters. They, they yes, each other's pooters. Huh. Yeah. So how do you say the ant word? The ant word. It means the answer in Dutch. That's why he is it Dutch. Well, it's Afrikaans where they're from, but it's yeah, it's Dutch for the same thing. Okay, that's interesting. I know, yeah. I, I know, because in South Africa where they're from, it's a mixture of all sorts of different languages. There's Swahili, it's there's Dutch, very, and very like close French to Dutch. Yeah, you can. It, it's it's like uh, like they they speak French in the Bayou. It's just a really dirty French. Right, they, sure. like they they speak yeah. Dutch down there. It's just a dirty Dutch. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. It's Dutch. just all the different settlers and you know like where a, they went. Sounds like a sex position. But I think uh, in, in South Africa, <laughs> it's actually really interesting. Uh, there's a lot of uh, resorts there where a lot of rich white people go. I believe it. And then there is um, like just like straight ass ghetto, which is where um, Yolandi and Ninja are from. So uh-huh. yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, tickets for that show go on sale this Friday, Ooh. this upcoming Friday. Guess who's buying some? Mm. Um, <laughs> early bird tickets go on sale Thursday. Cool. I would suggest if you're going to buy them to do the early bird special because this sell will out so sell out. Yeah. Oh yeah. This will be like that show that it'll be like a tool show. They put on a really good go on show. Sale yeah. And two minutes later, it's sold out. So yeah. definitely get on that. Tickets go on sale officially Friday, uh, May 15th at 10 a.m. And unofficially on Thursday, I believe, at 10 p.m. Something like that. And that show, when is that? When did I say that was? At Red Rocks. Uh, Red Rocks in June, I think, yeah. Gorillaz is going to play at Red Rocks, too. Yes, have you heard the new album? Yeah, I I haven't, but I've been listening to Gorillaz pretty hard recently again. It's very interesting. It's it's good, but it's different. Gorillaz has always been good, but different. Right, like Even in 2002, when that that first one came out, I was like, what even is this? That's, That's the good part about like a lot of these artists that have been around for so long yeah. is that they keep reinventing themselves. Yeah. Gorillas being one of them. Fallout Boy being another one. I know that's a really well, weird thing gorillas to, to compare one to, dude? but that's another segue. <laughs> isn't Gorillas one no, dude? No, no, it's it's four guys. Um, they're just all cartoons, and it's one guy from Blur, that old band Blur that did song number two. Okay, right, Woo-hoo. right. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, and then, um, oh, God, it's some other. Mm. Interesting. I always Let me thought Wikipedia it was one guy. Deltron, okay. he did some rap on for them. Yes, yeah, and I know I on that like Deltron. feel good fucking song, which is amazing by the way. Those uh, the rapper guy is not like part of their yeah. dealio. Yeah, um, at least I believe it started with the four guys. I don't know, but anyway, this this new Gorillas album, are sweet. he they have a whole bunch of people on there. Um, yeah, it was it's actually sorry, it's two guys. Okay, two guys. I there's uh, a, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, <coughs> there's four virtual members and two non-virtual members. 
sure. Okay. okay. So like you know, gorilla shows you go see them and they they have the like the screen sheet with up, all yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. playing behind it and then they have the cartoons going on. So that's that's what they mean there. Um, but definitely check that out. The new album is amazing. Um, and they're coming to Red Rocks. Let's see. That's sold uh, out almost September instantly. Oh nice. yeah, for sure. Doesn't surprise me. They don't come around very often. They, yeah, they haven't toured in so. years and years. Uh, Primus is also coming yes. to Red Rock. Ooh. Yes. yes. Remember last night at the bar, nobody knew who Primus, what? or it was Friday. Nobody knew who fucking Primus was. That's not a bar not I want to be in. nobody. Just one person, and she's like 21, so of course wow. she didn't know who Primus was. I yeah, thought still. everybody <laughs> didn't know who Primus was. I was looking around like, really? Nobody fucking I just knows? Think, I just think everyone was like, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. they were dumbfounded that she didn't know, or? I think mm-hmm. that's more what it okay. might have been. I was like, because I looked around. Because it started like... You were like, oh, yeah, Primus. Or someone said Primus. And then you're like, yeah, I love Primus. And the other dude is like, yeah, I love Primus. And then the girl is like, who's Primus? And everybody's uh, like, what? Crickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it pretty bad. Um, but like I was saying before, with the bands that reinvent themselves, and I know this is really weird to get into, but Fallout Boy is coming to the Pepsi Center. And they really have reinvented themselves. Their new song that they released, their yeah. new single is... I I don't even know, man. The way it's pop punk dubstep dance rap. I've never even <laughs> been a fan, but I do love how they've always had different sounds, and they are talented. It's just not you know my it's, cup of tea. It's but super interesting. Like, yeah. and, and another band that like, just reinvents themselves, and the reason they're still relevant that I can still talk about them is because they keep coming out with new shit. Yeah, and new it's not and stuff it's not that people just are talking like, about. Yeah, it's not just the same old a day to remember. Yeah. The Day to Remember has come out with the same album for the last seven albums. See, but that's what I that's what I love about A Day to Remember. But if all bands did that, it wouldn't be so cool. I love A Day to Remember for the nostalgia. And if they always well, yeah. sound the same, then nostalgia <laughs> is always there. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, Blink-182. <laughs> Seriously, though. I same mean, thing. if they didn't if they didn't sound just like Blink-182, people would be disappointed. It's true. It's so it's true. true. Yeah. Um, that's, a, I mean, that's about all I got from for music news. I have some shows coming up uh, May 12th at High Dive. You got Sugar Skulls and Marigolds with Plastic Daggers and Necro Panther. And then you have Leon and the Revival at the Goosetown Tavern. Uh, May 13th up in Greeley at Syntax Spirits. You have Poets and Wolves, Adventure Nothing, I Was a Fire, Resurrection Homes, and some other stupid fucking band that probably stole their name from somebody else. So then um, uh. I think uh, <laughs> You know who I'm talking about. I'm going to go ahead and take a guess. Are they really going to be there? Are we going to be there? I'm not going to fucking be there. If I was going to go to that show, I would boo the fuck out of that. Is that how you met them was through? It was, yeah, it was through Corbin. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not going then. That would be a bad time. Yeah, they, those guys are, mm, I have no shame in bashing that fucking band on this show. (laughs) Moving along. (laughs) (laughs) If you are in a band and you want to be on the show. Email me at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. But do not bite his shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. If you, if you are a constant listener, you know what I'm talking about. If you were just listening today, then don't mind that whole last thing that I was just talking yeah, about. He might sound like a douche, but if you're a regular <laughs> listener, you know what's going on. <laughs> yes. Um, with that being said, I do like to have bands on the show. Uh, I have D- DJ Jukes coming on. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it next week? Check my calendar. I think it's next week. I don't see it on there. Oh, okay. It it's might a, be on your other my, calendar. It's on my other calendar. Um, but we're going to have Ryan Sorrell on sometime here in the next couple weeks yep. as soon as we coordinate um, something. Some some living room sessions coming up for sure. And yeah. if you want to be featured on the living room sessions, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, 
you come on and you play an acoustic set with your band or you come on and you're a DJ and you can play some of your tracks there and we'll talk over your trance, whatever it is. Um, email me if you want to come on. Twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. I have open spots starting in July. So he also other he um, also offers other kind of services such as mastering and stuff your stuff and yeah we talk about that later though yeah but I mean you know it's <laughs> out there if you're interested in stuff like that Josh knows what's up it is. <laughs> um we do have uh my my band Acna has some shows coming up speaking of some music news we do have a couple shows that we're planning out right now um one possibly with a old school national touring band if it gets booked I'll talk more about it but. Very excited at just the possibility of it happening, and I'm stoked for other people to check it out. Um, that's going to be about it, all I got for today. Anybody got any other news or any sort of shit you want to say? No. We'll make a point to go somewhere cool for a restaurant or oh, yeah. local bar. Didn't, didn't get to do, do that, that this week. week. What about you, Jesse? You got anything else for today? Uh, I don't think I have much else to say. Um don't trust gaming reviews on websites. Always download demos before you buy. Don't play cards with a guy named Doc. Other than that, I think I'm good. And don't listen to Josh when he talks about Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's going to have to come up in the title somehow. That's I, I got to – yeah. Anyway. Thank you Let's guys just for- call this episode Macaulay Culkin's totally real new movie that's coming <laughs> totally out. Totally real new movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be it. That's a good idea. There you go. With that, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Um, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find us on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, all that good stuff. Just searched, search, searched. Just search Twist My Iron Podcast. Um, I want to thank Paul for coming on the show today. Hanging Thanks for out, having me. Talking about some, some blowing and stuff. Some blowing. He's good at blowing. <laughs> In my notes. The best. In my notes, it says, uh, what's the hardest thing you've ever blown? Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yeah. My name's Josh. I'm Kylie. I'm Jesse. And we are Twist My Arm. We'll talk at you next week. (laughs)